Uncut with Kirsty. Designed for young adults to share their stories of overcoming adversity and amplify their voice on pressing issues within society. Every Monday at 8 pm with Kirsty. On your number one Christian radio in Scotland. Heart Song Live. Heart Song Live.
listening to Heart Song Live Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Uncut with Kirsty. I can't believe today is the eighth episode and I just want to say thank you so much to everyone for their support for every follow on Facebook and Instagram for every share honestly I appreciate you guys so much so today we have Evie Harding in the studio she's laughing because she's so so excited she's got the giggles already I feel like everyone needs an Evie in their life like Everyone needs someone like that's so hyper and so lovely and just full of energy. <laughs> you receive that in Jesus' name. So today we're going to be talking about evangelism and the obstacles a young person can face when choosing a church. But first we want to get to know who is Evie Harding. So yes, Evie, well, now already we can tell that your accent isn't Scottish. Well, it's kind of a scam because everyone thinks that um, nobody knows where I'm from, um, but I am from Birmingham. Um, you are from Birmingham? Yeah. Oh, so She's what made Birmingham. you come all the way up to Edinburgh? Classic uni. Experience. You know, it's actually didn't get into any of the unis apart from Edinburgh um, that I applied to. So there you are, some inside info on Evie. She just didn't get into any uni. So she was like, well, that's my only option, six hours away, sure. Yeah. And in terms of university, what is it you're studying? I am studying... Well, the easiest thing to say is art, um, mm-hmm. but um, intermediate art is the like formal title of it. Yeah. Um, but most people are like, what is that? And to be mm-hmm. honest, it's kind of, if you've been to an art gallery, it's the, it's the art that you look at mm-hmm. and you go, my five-year-old could do that. And Don't slag down the Well, art. no, like, <laughs> it's, it's that kind of art that you look at and you're like, why? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I paid nine grand a year to study how to do that. So it's good fun. I really like it. But yeah. But what made you want to do art? Was it something that you always wanted to do since you were younger? Um, or were you pushed into it? Was I pushed into <laughs> it? Yeah, I was forced to be an artist. No, um, I don't know. I think that I was like, I mean, I applied to do painting. This is a whole story, but like. Basically, I was like, yeah, I'm good at painting. And then I got to uni and was like, let's just do some random art instead. So yeah. I changed course. <laughs> oh. And it's your course for years? Yeah. Four years. Okay. So I'm going to ask you some icebreaker question. Actually, oh, this is quite a big question. I don't know with an icebreaker. But what is the weirdest thing that you've done in your life so far? Okay. And did you regret it? Did I, did I regret but, it? But we have to let them know that Evie is still very, very young. <laughs> she's a child um let me okay well i mean this is better than your classic icebreaker which is like what's your favorite biscuit and i'll be like i don't know Mm -hmm. um the weirdest thing okay i think as someone who studies art it's kind of hard to pick a weird thing yeah because most days you know you could Every day's a weird day. Every day's a weird day. You can rock up at uni in your pajamas or your a morph suit or a ball gown, and yeah. it'll be like correct. Mm-hmm. So, and also I just have no filter. So <laughs> when you when you're like, mm, yeah, maybe what's the weirdest thing? I'm like, wow, this could go so many ways. Yeah. I would say the weirdest thing that I've done is put mushrooms in my shower. Mushrooms in your shower? Yeah. They're illegal <laughs> mushrooms, right? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> undetermined. Why did you put Why did you put mushrooms in your? Sh- oh, it in didn't your take long. Didn't take long for me. <laughs> the podcast. Um, I put mushrooms in my shower mm-hmm. because it was first day of uni, classic, and it was COVID. So 
<laughs> this is when I was like, mm, yeah, I'm a like realistic painter. And then ended up being like, mm, yeah, let's recreate this photo of moldy apple juice using bed sheets okay. in my shower and mushrooms. Okay, so it's for an art project. Yeah. That makes it sound Even a lot with better. Co- <laughs> That makes it sound I'm a lot better. Everything but the fact that it's from an art project. But yes. And the second part of the question was, <laughs> did, you regret regret it? It? Um, <laughs> did you regret it? Did you regret it? Yeah. No, but my flatmates from first year live to remember it. So yeah, they can enjoy that. <laughs> so did you grow up in church in Birmingham? Or? Uh, that is, yeah. So I did. Mm-hmm. I've got Christian parents, um, yeah. which is a ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were quite involved with church. So I grew up pretty much going to church. It wasn't like forced, but I went just because why would you not? Yeah. And then um, moved around a bit. Hmm. Had gone to quite a charismatic type of church. Right. Um, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And then we were part of a church plant. So we basically spent a year out of church and then a year basically bopping about being like, I mean, my parents are like, yeah, we feel we feel called to leave this church. Aww. And so as a kid, me and my siblings were like, well, at that point, my older sister, she'd gone to uni and wasn't Christian anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and my middle sister were like, what do we do? Because we couldn't, add, I mean, it's more practical that like, we couldn't get to our church. So yeah. we just decided not to go. So how old were you at the time? Like 10, All right, 12? so you were pretty, pretty young. Yeah. No, it actually must have not been. It must have been, what, if I'm 21 now? And then let's do the math. Let's do a little here. reverse situation. Get the dyslexic doing the maths. Um, I think I must have been sixteen. Mm-hmm. That's a bit different. Um, but yeah, around there. It's for so ten to six, sixteen. Years. Sure, ten to sixteen. <laughs> that. <laughs> but yeah, join oh, okay. that church plant, um, and then that grew really, really big. Mm-hmm. So if you know a church called Gas Street, shout, shout out, out to Gas, Gas Street. Street. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Oh, yeah, okay. but basically part of church planning with them, which was yeah. a good time. But yeah. Awesome. So when you came to Edinburgh, were you wanting to go to sh- find a church straight away or what happened? Or I wanted to. Uh-huh. I think because both my sisters went to uni and then just like dropped out of Christianity, I was like, I want to pursue this and I want to like make sure that I'm not just like going on a similar path that they did. And like it was very different paths and very different like like this everyone's stories are very different and you can see like where they're at and like mm-hmm. why they are where they're at but i think that i was like right i want to go to uni firstly being like i want to make sure that i'm in a church mm-hmm. because i think that that's really important in getting a community around you um but yeah it took me a wee while to get one <laughs> And why did it take you a while? Like, what, was, did why, you feel why, like, you why? oh, I can't be bothered with church. Like, I want to try something different or... Well, did you go, when you, ju- like, when you mm-hmm. went to uni, did you just go straight in and find one church? So I did, I w- well, I joined the CU and they had this Classic. thing called the church search. Yeah. So they went around different churches so you can get a feel of, like, what the kind of church you feel connected to. So, but I always had the desire to go to church because I grew up in church and yeah. without God, it was like, I can't do it. Um... But at, at one point at university, sort of like, didn't take my Christian life seriously. What does that look like for you? Hmm. <laughs> 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 well, I, I didn't like. I didn't have that rebellious of like, okay, I'm gonna go wild. I'm gonna get drink and go drink and stuff like that. But for me, it wild. was like, I was like, even though I was actually still going to church, 
right. just wasn't there. Yeah. Like my mind wasn't there. Like mm. I was so caught up in my studies and going out with friends. Um, like I'll leave the house without praying or doing my devotion. So even though I was turning up to church on Sunday, I just didn't feel present. I wasn't taking in anything the preacher was saying. Mm. Um, but yeah. Interesting. So then how long was it before, did you find that church straight out of, man, I'm just, <laughs> I may be, you know. <laughs> I found, uh, yeah, I found the church through the, through the church, church. Yeah. And then there was also people actually at the university that went to that church. So they were like, yeah, oh, it's a really good church and great worship. And it's, you know, actually there's about three people in our church right now. In the hill really? that actually came That's from awesome. that church in Aberdeen. I'm not going to name the church, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great church. Yeah. Um, and then, how many like weeks or mm-hmm. times did you go around other churches? Like, did you take a while to be like, I'm going to look at other churches before settling? Or did, as soon as you got to the church that you found, was like, this is it. This is the one. Yeah, it did take me a while to find a church. Because um, it was funny because there were like, some churches that had churches that had great worship. Mm. but then the preach was just not there for me and then it'll be the opposite of churches had a great preach but the worship just wasn't there for me so it's kind of hard to kind of find a balance like no church is perfect like I totally understand that um but then when it I found the church um that I decided to go to I feel like it had a good balance of both um and not gonna lie there was also people there that were my age that I felt mm. like I could connect with share life with um mm. but yeah encouraged me to kind of select that church were those the kind mm. of like sorry you're, like, you're looking at me like you stop asking me questions um, Evie's now hosting I just I get interested I'm sorry <laughs> like are those the categories that you say you looked at for when you were going around them was it like people my age was important to you um what else did you say worship and, pe- and preaching was yeah preaching <laughs> preaching yeah I think those were the, the main thing was the word and the worship but then again being an 18 year old like I also wanted people to talk to and you know hang out with so I think Mm. that also played a part in it um so yeah they were like my three main things and yeah but it's it's funny because even in the church you also have to be wise with the people that you hang around with because interesting I'm gonna say something I'm gonna say it not everyone that goes to church is a Christian I'll put it that way yeah bold statements yeah um some people can there (laughs) to distract you so you just have to be wise with the people that you hang around with i mean the bible even says a bad company corrupts good character but sometimes mm. you just think oh that's just outside the church but it's also inside the church as well you just have to be careful who you surround yourself well, well. this is what you say like, just because you go to church isn't this is the thing like <laughs> yeah. i mean i'd say it, it yeah practicing christianity is different to loving jesus interesting point interesting <laughs> that is a very interesting, <laughs> interesting. we could unpack that for three hours um were you there to find a husband so there to find a husband. I was too focused on the Lord. Ah, look at Delight this yourself woman. in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that was not a man for you. Well, well it's a man. <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. I don't, of course it's a man. But like, I didn't turn up to church. Um, Being like, I will only go to a church that has an 18-year-old male. Exactly. That was not my goal or vision. Just checking. But then, I'm not going to lie, a lot of young people are church hopping to find a guy really yeah it's the thing that's so funny not that i know from experience <laughs> how do we know that kirsty <laughs> that's so funny i did not know that was a thing i mean obviously no it's a thing enough to ask you that but yeah. like that's so funny it is i try it no <laughs> <laughs> so how about you in terms of friendships did you when you were in university in your early days did you feel like you had hmm. friends that were in the faith or friends that 
encourage you to grow closer to God or friends that maybe pulled you away from the faith or the faith. The um, faith. I got to uni in the joy that was COVID. Mm-hmm. So churches, pandemic days, pa- pandemic days mm-hmm. those are the times. Um, and because churches weren't really open, I think that was a whole other like spanner in the works of being like, you can't try out a student group on a Tuesday or like a, find some random people to go for coffee with because it was like you can't touch anybody or go near it you know Mm -hmm. classic so i luckily found people in the cu was in a group chat i mean edinburgh so of course you go up arthur seat you like on a little christian i think on the first two weeks i did it seven times (laughs) i've only done twice i don't know how i managed it the second time i think wasn't i there with no you would have been I, like I did it when I was younger. Sounds like I would have remembered if I wasn't. <laughs> anyway. yeah. um, but like, I mean, I had a flatmate in first year yeah. that during my shower mushroom days yeah. that <laughs> that he went up and he vowed to go up every day, really? and he went every day for like a good three months. Wow! And it was like education. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't relate. Anyway, so I think that was good because I surrounded myself with Christians. Um, but I got to uni basically being like I don't want to just follow what I've been taught before and I think it's then interesting being surrounded by other Christians because you start picking up on well why do they believe what they believe and what is it that they believe and why is it different to me is it because they grew up in a certain type of Christianity Mm -hmm. is it because they're right and I'm wrong and within that friendships I think I had some people that were very adamant that like my way was the wrong way and their way they had to preach to me to tell me that I was wrong right but it was yeah so did you doubt yourself did you start questioning your faith 100% doubting what you believed in in the best way yeah I mean like doubt is a funny one um because it seems a negative but I think that if you'll never have doubted your faith that's just not like how why like mm-hmm. how i'm like you know if if you're meant to understand everything in the bible then they would have just written it down as like a mm-hmm. couple of sentences but instead most of it is written in books or in poems or like it literally starts with like a massive poem yeah. like look how cool god is mm-hmm. so it's like you know jesus mainly spoke in metaphors so if he's speaking in a way that's creative and wants you to unpack it and think of it different ways and apply it to like that then it's like why like he's asking you to question things so i think that people struggle with doubt but it's working out how to invite it mm-hmm. and be okay with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. but still want to move forwards and want answers and like yeah i think it's that mm-hmm. kind of balance between wanting to know God and wanting to step into that, mm-hmm. but also like not being afraid of not knowing. Yeah. And I think that's a thing that we need to, as Christians, we probably need to get better at. It's like, if we don't know the answer, we don't need to try and prove it and make it out like we know the mm-hmm. answer. Um, but did that ever put you off going to church? All these questions and not knowing the answer to things did make you feel like actually... No, it did the opposite, okay. <laughs> which is <laughs> hilarious. I then spent a year and a half church hopping um, <laughs> for the right reasons. for the right reasons for the lord not for the men um i would go through like 
I can't even remember how many I did. Like, I did so many different churches across that year and a half that Mm -hmm. it was exhausting every Sunday being like, I mean, some I'd go back to. I went to some very conservative ones. Mm. I was like, why was it exhausting? Were you trying to do you have an image in your head of what you or a vision of what you want? No, sort of a church you want to be part of. No, no. I think that so I've been told from everyone else, like similar to mm-hmm. you, you know, find a church where there's people your age. If you need that, you know, there's like old mm-hmm. people if you need mm-hmm. all the time, and there's <laughs> oh, is that what they said all, all the time? time. No, you know, if like, you need like okay. a tea and a coffee and a advice uh, yeah some wisdom <laughs> rather than wkd from a teenager yeah so that was like i'd been told what i should want from a church and what i should be looking for was you know is what they're teaching biblical and oh, is the worship good like do you care about that are you more into hymns are you more into stick your hands in the air are you more into shout and you know <laughs> jingles and bells but I was like that just doesn't sound good like so, wave a flag that's a good one oh, <laughs> are, you a, are you a flag waver I, I used to be part of the little thing after church what was that and you were flag waving I, yeah when you waved the flags and then hey, bring them back like, <laughs> I loved it though and even sometimes you see like, even on YouTube like some Bethel churches when they do the dancing like, yeah at the side I mean, I don't know if I could do that part, but I think that's I think awesome. should, I think I, w- I will be like, I'm just going to prophetically pray for you that you should start dancing in church. <laughs> um, but yeah. Dance. No, no, I can't do that. <laughs> no, no, <I'm> church, babe. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that then it took me a year and a half of really battling with God, of battling mainly with other people and then being like, this is you, God. So... As in, like, people would sit in front of me and I'd have really intense theological conversations. Mm -hmm. Also because a lot of the Christians that I was around did theology, which was 10 out of 10 for little Evie, who has grown up very charismatic and actually grew up having a great foundational, like, relationship with God, but not really knowing about God. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a, I'd say, rogue way of approaching christianity because typically don't hate me this but Mm -hmm. like typically um you have people who grow up in churches that will go to sunday school and will you know from a early age they've been taught stuff and even if you're not christian if you're like most of my atheist friends could still tell you biblical stories um because of places they've grown up or you know they grew up in an orthodox church or like so i don't think Maybe it's just because I'm dyslexic and I forgot everything. But I want to say it's because my parents were great at bringing me up being like, it's not about what you do. It's about the fact that God loves you. So I grew up very much never really wavering on that. Kind of just being like, I love God. But then the rest of it Do you think the way you grew up had a huge influence on the church you're in today? Yes. Really? it had an influence on what I questioned Mm -hmm. as in I'd come from one end of the spectrum and but I was going I don't want to sit at this end Mm -hmm. like yeah I was like okay I want to go and sit in conservative churches and be like okay what do I not agree with what Mm -hmm. do I agree with Mm -hmm. like what should I be agreeing with that the bible says or god says that I'm not right yeah and like did when you were going through like what I should agree with what I shouldn't agree with like, did you talk to anyone about this, like friends or a mentor at all? 
<laughs> my mentor. Um, we love the CU because they have fun people like leading it in terms of like actually I had a really really lovely woman mm-hmm. who to this day still deals with all of my problems um when I'm like I can't do with things can you bring over your dog so I can cuddle it mm-hmm. um she was great um but again I think people when they they don't know how it's, it's not that they don't know how but like it's automatically like, yeah, but you should be in a church. Like, why are you not in a church? And I wouldn't recommend, like, spending a year and a half not in church because it wasn't helpful for me, plus it was COVID. But it was, so it was helpful to have people push that in, mm-hmm. but yeah. And did you see the difference in life from when you were in church and then when you weren't in church? Yes. And what was that difference? For example, like, when you were facing challenges, like, even even though you weren't in church, were you still reading the word or you just Yes, yeah. so yes and no. Like, yeah. I want to say... Yes, because, like, (laughs) it was just because my head was in a different space. Like, that was me pursuing theology and wanting to be like, I want to learn this and I want to understand this, rather than coming with theology and being like, I need to work out why I believe this. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay, so what do I believe? Um, So it wasn't really like church is always a part of that, like... Mm -hmm. If you look at New Testament churches, it's very different from the church that we have today, sadly. Um, But, you know, there's like dinner churches and like just meeting with Christians and that kind of level of what does a church look like. I would say that I was still going to church Mm -hmm. for this year and a half, really, Mm -hmm. if like I just wasn't in the building because I was surrounded by church and church for me then was this group of friends at CU. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you now go to City on a Hill. I do. <laughs> so what made you pick that church? Or was it the, like you said before, like we've seen with me, like was it the worship? Was it the word? Mm-hmm. Friends? Mm. I think... So none of my friends go to Sea on a Hill. Actually, nobody from CU goes to Sea on a Hill. Um, it was actually, I did three church services in one Sunday because our church is in like the middle of the day, which is, I'd say, a 10 out of 10 move, you know. Wake up wake up late and <laughs> get, still get time to do stuff. I'm so, still late, even though it's Same. Late. I'll still be like <laughs> running around the gym like, I know I'm going to be an hour late because, but it's funny because at once I saw somebody from church in the gym and we looked at each other and we were like, you know the spider-man meme of it <laughs> yeah and we were like mm-hmm. yeah. anyway but like that first day i walked in the building and knew and this isn't something that i recommend how you should pick churches um but what i recommend is picking them based on where the holy spirit is yeah. now this is an interesting one because obviously i've grown up very charismatic i've grown up being like the holy spirit looks like this and it looks like that and like i've seen it this way and some people um are in different like experiences and thoughts on that um so it kind of depends what that looks like and feels like for you but what I mean by it is like go to a church where you feel close to God is I think the best wisdom that I got um which again was from my parents when they'd be like it doesn't matter really because I went around every church I was like I've seen good worship and like I've seen preaching that was a bit interesting but like as long as they're teaching like the gospel of Jesus and like as long as it's not you know 
don't go to a church that's preaching something completely random mm-hmm. or like but like the basic values there becomes a time where it's like you don't you probably won't ever agree with the complete doctrine of the church that you're at because at some point someone's had to sit down and make that so it's like I go to sit on a hill and I know that I don't agree with all of our doctrines that we have mm-hmm. because it's not about that it's about community and it's about pursuing a relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. and that's what I think church is for so it's like well I can have the best and the worst of it, all of that like and it wouldn't matter because I could be with just me and you right now mm-hmm. and have a better time with Jesus than I have like the whole of the last two years like yeah yeah, yeah definitely definitely anyway we're gonna have a song called nights like this um and join us after that as we continue our conversation pack the bags in a visa i'm your man let me leave your baby you got god you don't need me but you love me Say you love me, ooh wait, girl I know you love me. I just love can you tell me you love me? Bitches with virgin margaritas, I know. God got his sis, all that's praising, you know. Get comfortable, baby. Mm. You can find me where you need me. You can find me where you need me. You got God, you don't need me, but you want me. Love when you say you love me. What you get is unconditional You build me up there You got shy, you don't need me But you want me Love when you say you love me, baby What you get is unconditional You build me up spiritual Dolly little woman, I ain't rushing it She ain't mine, I ain't touching it That's a no-no Prayer time, nigga, she come clutch with it This the type of woman gotta give Cause I know this love won't forever go. We never give up on us. See, we gotta get to it. It's your love and God is it. Ooh, baby. I know you love me cause you show me. You owe me kill off the old me, baby. I know you love me cause you show me. Yeah, show me. You show me, baby. I know you love me cause you show me. You owe me kill off the old me, baby. I know you love me cause you show me. Yeah, show me. You got God, you don't need me, but you want me Love when you say you love me Mm. What you hear is unconditional You build me up, baby You got God, you don't need me, but you want me Love when you say you love me, baby What you hear is unconditional You build me up, spiritual You are listening to Uncut with Kirsty on your number one inspirational radio station, Heart Song Live. Hello and welcome back to Uncut with Kirsty. We have Evie in the studio. How are you feeling, Evie? I'm feeling great. I'm loving that this is an inspirational radio show. That's what I just said. I was like, yes. Yes, inspirational <laughs> radio show. Um, okay, so... You were talking a bit before the song about church doctrines and how you mm-hmm. agreed and didn't agree with it. Um, and when you didn't agree with something that was being said, like, what was your response to it? Did it make you feel like... Angry. Oh. Like, I would literally okay. sit and cry. <laughs> anger. <laughs> Straight out anger. Like, yeah. Okay. And how did you, d- you deal with that? I would. So you're still in the church. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Um, and no church is perfect. No, no church yeah. is perfect. And I think that that was like an obvious, well, it wasn't for some people, I understand that. But people be like, Evie, like, you know, you just need to pick a church and you know, church is perfect. And I was like, I'm not looking for a perfect church. I'm looking for somewhere where, I, like, I'm looking for God. Mm-hmm. And I can't find a church where it feels like, God. And I'm like, I don't know how to word this to people. And I think that God was showing me a lot in this process, basically. Like, I would walk into a church and because I was kind of going through a phase of what I'd call, like, deconstruction of church um, or, like, religion, um, which is a great place to be but can also be quite toxic in terms of when you sit and, I mean, it can be classed as quite judgmental. Mm-hmm. And there is a barrier between that of, like, having to take on... Like, how do I word this? I think it's like not hanging on churches, but being like, I understand that this is okay for some people. But like, when you realize things about churches from being in that position, it's really helpful position, if anything, because it means that you can kind of spectate churches Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, as an outsider, what do I think about this? Mm -hmm. As someone who hasn't been here before, what do I think about this? Mm -hmm. What do I think about the way that they teach, the way that they do that? And actually, like, this is such a great time. If you're going to uni or like any point in your life, like moving to a new city post uni, you know, if you come into Christianity when you're 70, like it doesn't matter as long if you're picking a church, there's such a joy in that, I think, mm-hmm. that you have the opportunity to kind of go around and explore more about what you believe and what you think and refine that more and more. Um, so I think that's been something that should be like a delight rather than something that scares people. Um, but yeah. And also as well, like the Bible says that like, we have to test the spirit. So like make sure when the preacher is preaching, it's in line with God's word. And I feel like a lot of the time it can, we can even though I said before, it is important to like have friends in the church but make sure that isn't like your main priority. Like, what do you mean? Like, don't just go to church because your friends are there. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have friends, but it's also important to hear the <laughs> word as well. Mm. Um, so evangelism. Yes. What is your definition of evangelism? Oh, it's really the big questions. Um, I think it's different depending on who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're non-Christian, you're going to think about it very differently to Christians. If you're, depending on the church you're growing up in, depending on the church that you're in, what you know about, like, it will depend, basically. Um, so how, how would you define it, though? <laughs> yeah, but Evie, what do you mean? Um, as in, like, I was chatting to someone today mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, but isn't evangelism basically just linked back to the Crusades? And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, there's an element of, like, colonialism mm-hmm. would be, like, a older version of how did like pushing on religion to people compared to sharing the gospel is a different thing so I think the word like itself has quite a weight to it because people assume like one or the other thing it'll be like you're you're thinking of a street preacher you're thinking of someone who's like yelling in your face and it's like you know you're suddenly thinking about people outside abortion clinics with these posters mm-hmm. like do so you think it triggers people when you see yeah when definitely see and even as a christian it's a kind of triggering word mm-hmm. but i think the principle behind it even though it's not what it is now um is a really joyful one and is like actually the point of this isn't to like push your beliefs on other people and if it is that then 
girl. Like, mm-mm. But I think that it's more to, for me, here we are. This is the question that you've asked. Yeah. For me, it's like, <laughs> coming back to the question. Coming back to the question. Um, it's like just sharing the love of Jesus. There we go. But I also feel like there's different types of evangelism. So you touched on one saying like there's street preachers. Yes. What other ways can <laughs> people evangelize? Because like you said, we have in our heads there's people with posters, you know, going to certain events saying you're going to hell. <gasps> yeah. You don't just mm-hmm. need to repent now. Oh, you but, have your, your Instagram Christians. Oh, that's a new one. No, it's not. That's it's a, that's not a new one. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes to say it because... No one likes to say it. Yeah. Um, so, what? yeah, what do you mean by Instagram Christians? Because Instagram Christians are usually the people that grow up to have... Um, <laughs> so, for example, do you know what I was gonna say? Yeah, okay. It's gonna be like it's people that um, have. Are you gonna like, see me? No, like <laughs> live. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go, Kirsty. It's the it's the live love laugh Christians. That's that type of Christian, right? The emotion like motivational quotes type of Christian. So, like, is it okay to post some motivational? Yeah, quote? go for it. Then what is it making them an Instagram Christian? Like, well, there's a difference. There's there's a multiple. T- I mean, there's so many types of every Christian. But I mean, you have Instagram Christians, which are just like, bro, you're not even like, do you even believe that? But also, oh, they're, they're the, saying like, one thing, but saying, actually not living yeah. what they're saying. Or you have people that are doing the exact same thing as street preachers, which are just like yelling something at you, and it's like they're saying that this is what all Christians believe, and I find that really, really hard to deal with because. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Christians have a complete spectrum of mm-hmm. beliefs, really, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, hopefully people believe the same thing about the gospel. Mm-hmm. But when you get to all the, like, frilly things around it, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's I find it frustrating when I'm looking at a Christian's post and I'm sat there like, I don't agree with that. Or, like, you're saying that that's because of Christianity and as other people now assume that because I say I'm Christian. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. Right. Right. So do you ever, like, question them on that? Or do you feel like... You yeah, of course I do. <laughs> I'll just leave that to God. Like, well, no, I need God to sort me out, to be honest, because I sit there, like, angry and struggling with it. Um, but do I... Think, yeah. yeah. Do you think people, like, overcomplicate, like, evangelism? Where it can't just be on the simple day-to-day things, like mm-hmm. going to coffee with someone. Yeah, I think that's why... Talking to someone yeah. on the train or the bus, you know what I mean? Like... I think it's become another... Th- I think, like, that's why it's a trigger word for Christians as well because they're like, we're going to talk about evangelism today. Like, oh, my days. And they're like, when was the last time that you spoke to a non-Christian? And it's like, I can't remember. Oh, my days. And people like, oh are like, when was the last time you shared the gospel? And it's like, mm-hmm. this, like, pressure thing. Mm-hmm. And, well, yeah, I mean, there is, like, a, a time pressure behind life itself. Mm-hmm. Um... It's just a, like, it's just a joy. And I know that I'm a very extroverted kind of gal, yeah. which is why I'm like, when you're like, would you pick up on that with them? And I'm like, yes, I will yeah. confront them. Like, <laughs> it's, I understand that for more introverted people, it's something that's more difficult. Like, if you struggle with talking to people in general, it's not mm-hmm. something you're going to be like leaping for joy about. Um, but I don't think evangelism is a thing it's more of like a lifestyle Ooh. Ooh. i like that i like that <laughs> like would you agree i don't know yeah because it's like like you said before i think when people see or think of evangelism it's like 
walking down the street with a poster saying Jesus loves you or you're going to hell yeah. if you don't do this. But like I said before, it's the simple day-to-day things like going to coffee with someone, speaking mm. to your co-worker, like, how was your weekend? Oh, actually, I was in church on Sunday. <laughs> she, dro- she dropped the C word. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah. that's why it's so... It's just make it normal. Make yeah. it normal is my like... Be real. You know, share your testimony. Did she just take a Christian burial? (laughs) (laughs) No, but like share your testimony, share your own experiences of how you came to the faith or what you Mm. struggled with in your own life. And they're like, oh yeah, I've been through that as well. I agree. But also, also. don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Be friends with people. Or get to know the person first. Like not even get to know the first person. Like, yes, have an agenda. Love that. I mean, Mm. literally our pastor was like, have an agenda the day. And I was like, I agree. But also like... Mm my life is an agenda like you can think about it like fine but for me it's just like if they're your friend if you really actually think this why would you not tell them like if you actually love someone yeah. why would you not want to share that like on my days you know went and see black panther definitely gonna like want to tell someone about that because it like you know yeah, okay. you're like oh i bought this yeah. 10 out of 10 have you tried that new thing like it's the same with being like if which is hard because it's like people don't want to chat about it and I get that but I think that there's like a a barrier that people put up over complicating it overthinking Mm, about it when it's like actually it's especially as someone who goes to art school yeah that is a funky bunch of people I'll tell you that for free like (laughs) any of Evie's art friends listening right now I love you all but you're so weird um but I'm also one of them so and I'm extra weird because I'm Christian um which is very, very rogue for an art school. Yeah. Like, very rogue. Yeah. Which is all the more fun. Uh-huh. But I think that... Have you found it challenging to yeah. share the gospel with your art? No. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Um, or it depends on the environment and who it is. Like, I love it because luckily I have a mindset which is like, yeah, I mean, sure. You tell me if Jesus is wrong. Like, prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. Great. Like... I the main thing I think that people worry about in terms of Christians who are like I don't know what to tell people um is like we all we all do this because I've done it like I like people say but like why do you believe that or like so scared of not knowing yeah definitely and I used to be terrified of of that scared of what people will think of you like Mm. You know, Which I think a lot of friends people, with someone yeah. and then you start sharing your faith and thinking, mm. oh, this person's not going to be friends with me anymore. It's easier from the get-go, guys. Yeah. Like, 100%. Just, I think that if it becomes more normal... Which is hard. You can't just be like, just stop stressing about it. You know, mm-hmm. just smile. Don't be depressed. Like, it doesn't work like that. And I mm-hmm. get that. And I'm not trying to say that it's an easy fix. Yeah. I'm trying to say that Christians have made it a much, like scarier thing than it actually is yeah that actually it's just getting to know people and actually the the times that i found Mm -hmm. that people ask me before i say anything like if you're just there to actually be interested in somebody Mm -hmm. that's that's all you need to do like the first thing that we're commanded to do in the bible love god and love others like why like if you want a calling on your life this is a whole other topic Mm -hmm. but Let's chat about a calling for a hot sec. If you want a calling for your life and you feel like God's not giving you a calling, re- read the Bible. Like, it's there for you. Love other people. Like, because he's dying. <laughs> it's like, I can't but be that saying is this. True. It is true. The main though. thing is to walk, walk in love. 
And I feel like sometimes when it comes to evangelism, it can be done with a lot of aggression, especially if they're mm. don't. What do you mean? They, Love Jesus. <laughs> Love Jesus, but if you don't do this, you're going to hell, or if you don't behave the a terms certain and way. Yeah, the terms of like yeah. more law rather than grace. Mm. Um, and then that puts people off, you know? Mm. But either, like, mm. I think that it's funny because people, it's really hard though, because people will come into it being like, but you believe this. And I'm like, what's well, not, or like, you assume. What I find helpful mm-hmm. is being like, what do you assume about me because I'm Christian? And then let's unpick that as well. Okay. Because, I mean, the theology, theological conversations that I have with people um, who are atheist yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. I think that they're my favorite types of, of, conversations. of conversations because I'm like, oh, I don't know that. And like, we're talking like faith quaking mm. questions. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, I've never been so far at my depth in my life they'll be like so do you believe that the bible is real because god told you or do you believe in god because that the bible said that god exists Mm -hmm. and i was like i've never thought about that and the stuff that like churches if you've grown up in a church or if you come to a church and you have these questions Mm -hmm. like at some point you'll always end up with these questions if you've grown up with if you've grown up in church you'll get to you know classic you get to uni and then you're like what's going on or like if you come to it you probably would have gone from the other end and i think that's almost like more i don't want to say that i take that back (laughs) it's not like it's not i was gonna say it's like it's more stable because it's like you've been through the like this is why i think what i believe and why this is this but if you just like being like oh i just Ha ha ha, which is what I did. Yeah. And then was like, right, let's have let's just surround myself with people to actually batter me with in like questions. what I think. And then I'm like, I don't know. But it's okay to not know. Of course. <laughs> but did you feel like you ever had like an identity crisis in terms of like not Every knowing day. who you are? <laughs> <laughs> Every day is an identity crisis. Yeah. And so like how do you like find your identity or like when you're having those moments of a breakdown also every day (laughs) (laughs) um where our mental health is like triggering like Mm. what to call a friend or go for a walk or (laughs) put on a message listen to worship (laughs) or do some art never art okay we'll tell you that straight up i mean art is I don't do, well, it's kind of hand in hand actually. And I say that I don't do art. I spent a lot of first year Mm. doing art about my questions that I had around faith. As in I sat with non-Christians and Christians and was like, what are your questions about that you'd have when you come to faith? Because that's what people are asking. That's what I want to ask. I thought art is very therapeutic. Mm. Depending on what type of art. Depends what type of art you do. (laughs) Like, art. I mean, it's a whole, yeah. Art is therapy in terms of, like, it helps me process ideas. Yeah. But my word is it's stressful. Like, mm-hmm. I wish that I could just colour some things in and be like, yeah. Like, you can, some people do that and it's great, like, as a therapy tool. But when you're doing it as a degree, I mean, like, I'd still find colouring in a therapy tool. But it's not what I do when I'm, like, having an identity crisis is colouring in some flowers, sadly. Um, I wish it was. Um, usually it's just a lot of yelling at god be like oh, honest with god yeah. being like i don't know what's going on yeah it's like also honest with people mm-hmm. like 
the non-Christians that I'm with, they'll be like, so you, you don't know what you believe about that? And I'll be like, no, and I'm really struggling with it. And mm-hmm. I don't know what to do because I don't know what I believe about that. And Christians think this about me because I don't know. And I think, well, not always, I think Christians think this about me is yeah. the main thing. Um, though sadly, some people have had experiences with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's hard to be like, my identity's in Jesus and like feeling secure. In him. In yeah, being a mm-hmm. child of God, mm-hmm. our favorite words. Because, um, like, it is different. And I think that I've been in times where I've been like, I feel secure that I love God and God loves me. Feels like I'm about to break into song then. Uh, but like, oh, Eva can sing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to play the next song. I'm like, do you know what? Forget it. Let's no, just absolutely it. not. <laughs> I love Jesus. Jesus loves me. Um, but I think that I feel really unstable in those times when I'm questioning stuff. But. I have no idea what God's saying. Yeah. Mm. It's a bit of a, it's a sticky one, to say the least, because I'm really happy questioning things when I'm like, I can question all this, but knowing securely, like, it's all right. Like, it doesn't matter, really. I mean, it matters what you believe, but it doesn't matter that I don't know right now. Don't know everything. And yeah. also, if you ever say that you really know or understand the Bible or have a set like I think it's better to think that your doctrines are always changing in terms of like if as soon as you think you've understood something in the Bible, usually you'll read something a week later. You'll read somebody else's interpretation or you'll read a different passage and we were like, wow, mm-hmm. didn't even think about that. Wow. Amazing. Okay, so we're going to have another break. <laughs> the conversation <laughs> is so good. Um, and then you can join us back after that as we carry on our conversation on evangelism. We don't split up, we can't give up that easy When I'm down, you say get up I just wanna thank you, baby You got prayers that give me a filler I'm not always grateful for times you forgive me I never ran in the love that you give me I'll never run from the love you give me, baby yeah. Come up with the weight on me, yeah Glad that you waited on me, yeah Glad that you waited on me Tries get to coming, you gon' pay it off me Don't play with my wife we can get it poppin' with me I'll die for mine, no hesitation I found something special I found something special to me I found something special I found, I found, I found something yeah. special. Watch you letting your business. Put a ring on your hand and make a difference. You can say the vibe, but you gotta stay committed. It ain't easy, no. Say it ain't coming for the ring in the hole. Gotta be faithful. Trials and shit become on the road. You gotta be faithful. We too calling, I don't know no better. I made a commitment, so I'm staying with it. Gotta make a decision. I see that you in or you isn't. Selfish things can't have a position. Cause you not the only one in it. You can say the vows, but it mean nothing when you lack in commitment. It's gonna be wrong, mm-hmm. don't torture. Only way to get through it is forgive it. I found something special. I found something special to me. I found something special. I found, I found, I found something special. I found something special. I found, I found. I found something special. I found, I found. 
something special I found, I found, I found something special This is Hartsum Live Radio Edinburgh Scotland's number one inspirational station Hello and welcome back to Uncut with Kirsty. We have Evie Harding in the studio. <laughs> She's running around the studio. <laughs> oh my gosh, she was doing a workout. <laughs> I found some weights. Squats, I'm like, Evie, come back, we're about to go back on live. <laughs> um, so in terms of evangelism, do you think young people need to do more of it? And do you think like it needs to kind of change in terms of the style we sort of evangelize in? interesting um maybe i think it needs to be taught differently and in what way like how how can it be taught differently that's what i'm trying to think i'm being like i'm like should what, we go to lectures mean? about this i'm like <laughs> let's externally process <laughs> on live radio um i think that but th- like what we're doing now would you count that as evangelism right because uh sure there's so many versions. It's just like you, I mean, like I don't like I hate like I hate the feeling of like preaching to people in terms okay. of like which is ironic because would love to be a preacher, but like <laughs> I'm talking like preaching, like so what's the difference between preacher and preaching? <laughs> uh, it's is in the idea of somebody feeling like they're just saying this because they want to convert me, right? And is that, is that slight that. part of that is very true. Okay. <laughs> but it's like, I don't want to convert you. Like, I want you to understand why I'm Christian and then so that you can decide. Right. And it's like, but I'm not going to do that if you're having a crazy hard time and you just need someone to cry with. Yeah, let's do mm-hmm. that instead. Like, let's just go for coffee and not talk about Jesus. Let's not. But like, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think about it. It just comes up. Mm-hmm. Like, I have so many friends. Like, I was at a thing the other day with like my mates, and one what's, of them looks at me. What's this thing? What, what's this <laughs> thing? Um, shout out to Record Day at Custom Lane. <laughs> um, and my mate at that was like, basically, they just they DJ. It's quite fun. Yeah. Um, outside and usually have drinks it's a great time Mm -hmm. and basically one of them looked at me and i was already making friends with their friend and he was like evie how are you already talking about jesus you haven't known these people for like two minutes i was like he asked it's not my fault and sometimes there's a passion like within you you know what i mean you just want to go out and just tell people about jesus yeah that's like that's biblical as well there's there's the people that like just go like nuts for god and just start running around yeah like great you do that. Yeah. Um, Everyone has their own style. Yeah, that, absolutely. Like, yeah. I'm saying this and I'm like, well, that's just because I I chat to a brick. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I could chat to anything. So it's easy for me to be like, oh, let me just chat for ages. And then, oh, look, mm-hmm. this is the other half of my life. Um, but I also think it's fun making art about God. Yeah. Um, my other fun thing to say mm-hmm. is when people are like, what do you want to be? And I always say a pastor. A pastor? <laughs> because... Even though, I mean, this is a, a pastor. Very, a pastor. <laughs> I said that because I say pastor. Yeah. And my ex boyfriend used to take the mick out of me because it sounded like I wanted to be like a ravioli or like a spaghetti because I wanted to be a pastor. Yeah. It's just being brummy, isn't it? Anyway, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that what you do, how you work, however you can stick it in, you know, mm-hmm. 
it just is me processing and I process externally. So I let people be part of that who aren't Christians, not yeah. because I'm like afraid that they'll contaminate my thoughts, but because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, everyone's on their journey to faith. And just because you grew up Christian, you've never known God before, you grew up Christian and now you're like complete atheist. Like, yes, there is a difference between being Christian and non-Christian, but I'm still on the same journey as someone that is non-Christian in terms of being like, there isn't, the separation is big, yes, because it's like, mate, I wish that you knew this, but like, and like, I want this for you and I want you to feel this love Mm -hmm. and I want you to understand why I do this, not Mm -hmm. because I want you to agree with me, but because I want this for you. But there's an issue, I think, with... I've no idea what I was saying before that. It was such a good point. Do you know what? We've got 30 seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> one piece of, of advice you would give to someone who's maybe afraid to go out and evangelise. Um, yeah, give mm. one advice. On that. Um, don't go out and evangelise. Evangelise the people around you. Ooh. Like, just be friends. Be friends with people. And it will come up. Like naturally yeah you know there are times people just come up to me and be like there's something different about you like yeah. i don't even need to open my mouth they can just tell you're indifferent <laughs> and you're like thank you it's my moisturizer <laughs> <laughs> oh ab it's just <laughs> it's been a delight having you on the show honestly thank you so much for coming on thanks for and having we me can't wait for you to come back again great fun <laughs> at some point with it. <laughs> you're never gonna let me back <laughs> of course of course i'll let you back of course it's been great and thank you guys so much for tuning in to uncut with kirsty and don't forget if you want to listen to this again you can follow us on spotify uncut with kirsty facebook and instagram so join us back next monday at 8 p.m for another amazing episode so we'll take care everyone bye <laughs> i was gonna clap i was like yeah bye <laughs> <laughs> If you believe uh-huh. that you are Christian, I do. Put your hands together. Yes. Searching for something to fill my heart